Hey, hey, welcome, welcome to a VO's journey. My name is Anthony Pika, and this is episode two. I am so excited to be back. Um, I want to start off just thanking everybody for all of the amazing words and all of the praise uh, and just, I don't, pouring of a love and and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. Um, I have to be honest with you guys. I literally have been thinking about doing this podcast all day while I was at work and everything. So, um, like I said yesterday, I'm a teacher and uh, I had a good day at work, but I just literally been thinking about this all day. So I'm so excited to finally be here tonight doing the podcast and. Um, today we're going to dive right in to, um, setting up a booth and how I set up my booth. It has worked incredible. It is cheap and it doesn't have to be, uh, the crazy thousands of dollars that, um, you hear about, uh, again, not that that's bad. I mean, it's wonderful. Whisper rooms are incredible, but there's also other ways to make it happen. Um, anyway, so moving forward, with um tonight i want to start off again by welcoming everybody in letting you know that this podcast is about helping the new voiceover artist um make some money learn how to be a vo uh in this crazy world and um with me on this journey to try to make a career out of this thing so um Tonight, I want to talk about my booth. I want to talk about a cool, uh, I don't know, kind of like epiphany I had today uh, while I was at work. And um, yeah, and and see where else the night leads us. So anyways, um, real quick story before we talk about the booth. I was at work today and um, was working on comparing and contrasting some different pieces of theater um, and cinema from the past and the present. And uh, came up, uh, across a song. So I don't know if, if many of you are theater junkies like myself, but um, I uh, love uh, Annie, uh, the the movie, the musical. I've produced the musical, directed it. Um, I've, you know, watched the movie a million times. But there was a movie that came out in 2014, the new movie with Jamie Foxx, and um, I had never seen it. So uh was working on that today. Uh, I watched it, and uh, I know this might sound um, corny, but there is a song in there, um, and um, by the little girl, Annie, uh, she sings. It's called Opportunity, and it is just the most beautiful song, and you really should check it out. Uh, I really – you can get it on YouTube. Uh, just type in – opportunity and then Annie on YouTube and pull it up and you'll see it is absolutely amazing. But the reason why I'm telling you about this is because she sings the song about this is her moment. Um, and this is her opportunity and she's going to put on the best show. Um, part of it is luck, but the other part of it is up to her. And, um, I really think that is us. This is our opportunity and it's only going to be what we do with it. So the world is watching and let's put on our best show. So 
anyways, <laughs> that's my that's my soapbox about that. Um, anyways, and I want to talk to you. Let's move on to the booth. So I'm really actually excited to talk to you about this because um, I'm quite happy with it. So anyways, moving back, um, right when I started uh, being a voiceover artist, I had no idea what I was doing. I've always mixed live theater or uh, live sound. I've never, you know, I, I had never mixed um, recorded sound. Uh, and there's a difference, of course, you know, because when you're live, you don't have to worry about, uh, well, you do worry about acoustics, but differently. And you don't worry about um, the the sound bouncing off the walls, per se. You're trying to uh, control uh, how loud things are so that you can hear clearly and so forth and frequencies um, and we do that here to an extent, but our job is to also make sure that the sound that is going through to our files is um, the very uh, purest and cleanest it can be. So that starts with a um, a recording space that is going to be quiet as well as not have a lot of um, reverb, uh, which is what we call uh, sound waves uh, bouncing off of walls and hearing it. It is the time it takes for your voice to bounce off of a wall and come back to hit the microphone. And it sounds like uh, you know that saying where it sounds like you're in a big room and uh, just you hear an echo. Um, so that's a reverb. Uh, so anyways, um, one way we do it is uh, to, to cut that out is to create a booth or some sort of structure that we can record in that um, stops the sound from bouncing off the walls. It absorbs it. Um, there is many different ways to do this, and I'm going to talk about a couple, but like I said, I'm going to talk about the booth that I created um, and kind of the journey I was on. So uh, I I literally went on YouTube and I looked up different um, booths or different ways um, to uh, – stop the reverb. And I came across this um, guy who was talking about blankets and pillows. Um, I didn't have any money to spend on acoustic tiling. Um, I didn't have money to spend on trying to deaden sound in my house and the space I was in. And I don't know if anybody experienced this, but um, I think the reality is, I don't know if you if you've watched any other shows, but I swear every every show I watch on YouTube, it's like someone just happens to have the most perfect space that they're recording in, and it just looks so wonderful. And then they just pop up some things, and it's like voila, it's amazing. Well, I was in literally a room that had an ad, two two entrances and exits, one into the kitchen, one into the hallway. It was right on the end. Um, I'm in a different house now, and I'll tell you about the house I'm in now. But where I started was um, in this room. We were right next to the railroad tracks, so the tr- and they were very active railroad tracks. So the train went by all the time, and I um, literally uh, was like – it had to be the loudest room. Um, and I happened to have – we had bought a new refrigerator. I'm not kidding. And it just so happened that the refrigerator was literally right next to the doorway – so like every time every time I would go to record, the refrigerator was, you know, turning on to make ice and everything and it could hear all of this. So uh, you know, it was just so I had a sound I had a noise issue as well as reverberation. But anyways, so um the further research I did, I had uh, come across some people who 
uh, were doing some sound tests with blankets and pillows and different things and acoustic tiles and foam and found that the reality is uh, most of the acoustic foam and things that you have, um, blankets, certain type of blankets and pillows work just as good or better uh, than 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 the foam. So um, I literally went out and uh, I had this idea that I was going to create a structure out of PVC pipe. And uh, I, there's there's lots of different. I think there's some tutorials on YouTube about other people. I think I've seen some other people who do it too. But basically, what I did is I took my desk. So this is what I suggest if you're looking for a way to do this. Um, so I took my desk. I measured the size of my desk. And uh, I wanted to be able to come in in and out of this structure. I wanted to be able to stand up and record and sit down if I needed to, um, but also be at my desk for all of my equipment that needed to sit on it. So I measured the size of my desk. Uh, I measured the depth. So my desk was just happened to be around four feet uh, wide. And then it was a couple, it was about two feet deep. And um, so I did pretty much like a four by four literally. And then the height, I wanted to be able to stand up. So I did the height at around, um, six, six, which is, which for me, I'm like, I'm like five, eight. So, you know, six, six, is pretty all pretty tall. So I, I did that and I went to Lowe's, um, and I got PVC pipe and I got fasteners. They have those, um, corner fasteners. Uh, they have the, uh, ends that you can put three different sides of a PVC pipe in. And I basically put a rudimentary structure together that held itself up in the shape of a rectangle using these ends. And um, I cut the PVC pipe. At the time, I had literally a handsaw that I had bought from Lowe's for a couple of dollars. It took a while, I have to admit, cutting the handsaw out on off of my chair, but I did. And um, I put the, the structure together, and then I bought packing blankets. And I started out with one set of packing – well, when I mean one set, I mean four. I bought four sets of packing blankets, but meaning that each side – so I had the back – the front, uh, and well, actually, so the structure, the packing blankets made it all the way around. So I had four. So um, three made it around all the sides and then one over the top. So when I did that, it completely took care of the reverb. However, what it didn't take care of was the sound. I mean, the noise. So I realized that no matter what, with the packing blankets, they helped the reverb, but they didn't do anything for the noise. So what I started to do was go on an adventure for finding different ways to deaden the extra noise, which I will talk about later. But um, what I uh, what I did though is is first I had to eliminate that reverb, and um, that's how I created my my own booth. Um, oh, and what I did was is I simply bought from Lowe's some um, um, grips or some clamps some hand clamps that you can just squeeze, you know, the the black ones and then there's the silver ones with the blue tips or the red tips and if anybody's seen those, but they're they're not very expensive. I I spent under $100 to do this and then what I did was is I took some pillows from home and I pushed, you know, them on the sides on the bottom. I took a blanket that I had at home, put it over my desktop. Uh, I had a light uh and um I 
use an iMac computer. It's just something that I happened to have. It wasn't something I bought. I'd had it for years since 2011. And um, I uh, started from there. So, And, and we're going to talk about equipment in another episode. But I just wanted to talk about the booth and everything. But I also wanted to talk to you about something else with the booth that I find really, really cool. So I stopped there and I recorded for a while. You know, I recorded for a long time with just that. And uh, I was able to find some um, different ways to reduce the noise floor, uh, which the noise floor is the... um, the the stand like your room noise so like your the the room level uh, that the noise is at in your um in your recording area uh so i was uh you know i went and found some different plugins and things that helped with that but um i when i moved to my new home i don't know why this was but uh i i i had this whole new room uh that i that i'm using just for recording now and uh i have my booth same one i built before and I brought it up, but the room itself um, is all wood. I mean, the floor is all wood and um, the walls and everything, you know, it's it was very echoey in the room. So when I set up my booth, what I found was is that it still echoed. And I was like, oh, this is crazy because I put up my blankets and everything. So I went out and I bought another set that made it all the way around again, just like I bought a a, a second set of four blankets and I put them up. I put a extra set up against the back and then, of course, decked out the rest of it like I had told you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I have to say, it works fantastic. The sound um, is, is, is wonderful and it just it, – it completely deadens the sound or the reverb and um, the sound is pure. I have like barely no noise level and – um, or no uh, noise, you know, and, and it just is wonderful. So I'm thrilled with it. The The noise itself from outside, I happen to be in a quiet neighborhood. So that's, so the reality is, is I moved to another place where it's a quiet neighborhood and that has helped a lot. I don't have a train anymore. I don't have planes flying over by. I don't have loud roads. Um, but if you have those things, my suggestion is is you start with the reverb, record at night. I know that might not be an option for some of you, but recording at nighttime really helped me. I kind of had to record at nighttime anyways because of my family. Um, I had to wait till my kids go to bed. So I don't know if any of you have kids out there, but I have a couple. They're young, and uh, you know I don't get to spend time with them unless I spend time with them at night before they go to sleep. So what I do, even even now. I'm recording this. It's, you know, the, the, all the kids are to bed. My wife went to sleep and I'm up in my booth recording um, for you guys. And then after this is done, I'll go ahead and work on a book that I'm doing um, called um, The uh, Gratitude Effect by Nancy Baldwin. Uh, anyways, so I record at night. And what I found is, uh, is that it really is a lot quieter at night and it is a great time to record. So my advice to you is, is if you are having a uh, loud noise problem in your area that you're recording in, record at night uh, if that's possible. Um, if it's not possible, like I said, there are some ways that you can um, uh, take out the noise uh, from your from your floor and you know go from there. But 
my best advice is to create this booth that I told you how to do um, and go ahead and try to record at night. Get the packing blankets, get the hand, the clamps. Um, it shouldn't cost you more than $100. I mean, I guess it depends on where you live. It might be a little bit over. It might be, you know, hopefully it's under, but it should be around there. And use some blankets and stuff you have at home. And you literally can create a fantastic booth with under $100. Um, and the cool thing about this booth too is, is that it was portable. So for the first year or so that I did my business, I literally took down my booth every single night. Now I have to tell you, that was a pain in the butt, especially if I recorded until like two or three in the morning and I'm trying to take down this PVC pipe booth without waking anybody. It was a pain. It was a pain, no doubt. But um, it did teach me a lot about perseverance. <laughs> and actually, it was a pain. It was, it was a pain. I'm not going to lie. It was a pain. I don't recommend it. But at the same time, I guess I kept telling myself, you know, you do what you got to do. Uh, so um, there was some nights where I didn't do recording because I just didn't want to put up the booth and take it down. But uh, I made it through that. And finally, I found a way to keep it up. So this is just one structure. You can put something like this together in a closet. You can put something like this together under stairs somewhere. Totally Harry Potter it. Uh, you can do whatever you, wherever you can find a space um, that is, you know, easier for you to create a structure or put up some sort of acoustic treatment. Um, like I'm just literally using packing blankets and different home blankets and so forth. And the sounds great. So, um, so anyway, so yeah, so that's, that's the booth that I created and hopefully that helps you. And I can tell you this too, um, really going to YouTube will help if you're not quite sure about the structure in your mind, but literally I have three tiers. So I have a bottom structure with the PVC pipe that makes a rectangle, but I ha I leave the bottom open on the end that I walk into. And then I leave the second tier uh, it's three pipes. So there's three pipes on the bottom that go in, in, in a rectangular shape. There's three pipes in the middle that go in a rectangular shape. And I leave one of them, you know, one or one on each of those levels off so I can walk into the booth. And then on the top, there's four pipes uh, that go around the top. And then I literally connect each one of those sections with, um, uh, either their three, three way, uh, PVC connectors or the top ones are just the elbow joints. So uh, you can literally um, put it together for next to nothing. PVC pipe is cheap. You just have to cut it. And even some Lowe's will cut it for you. I know Home Depot cuts stuff for you too. So whether you, which one, or even Ace Hardware, or even if you have a local um, hardware shop or somewhere that you can get a plumbing shop that you can get PVC pipe, it really is easy. And it's quiet, um, you know, unless you're, you know, hitting it and stuff. But other than that, it's really sturdy and it works wonders. So um, anyway, so that's my booth. And if you have any questions about it, please feel free to message me, um, and, or, you know, ask me a question through, uh, through the SoundCloud account or message me. Um, you can send me a message at my email address, which is a T P C R E at gmail.com. I probably should put a link to that and, or something. And, um, you know, and anything you want like that, or you can message me on Facebook at Anthony Picavio or um, leave a comment. I'm I'm new, so I, I'm just on iTunes. It just popped up. So please 
subscribe. And um, if you liked it, give give me a good rating. And uh, if you didn't, that's okay too. Uh, let me know, you know what 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 uh, you know what what you like. Um, and uh, I work really hard to help you out. So um, I wanted to leave off today, also letting you guys know just really quickly something about uh, today was uh, or yesterday after I'd gotten done. Um, ACX, so I do uh, audiobooks as well. So part of some things that we'll be going over also is the different uh, areas that we can create money. And uh, when I first started recording, I did audiobooks and royalty deals. And I started, um, you know, kind of racking up those books. I learned a process uh, from an awesome uh, VO coach named Earl Hall. And uh, he's really cool. Check him out. Uh, he has, he's everywhere. Um, Earl Hall was his name. And uh, he helped me with uh, a process. And then I took that process and I kind of modified it myself and came up with some ways. Anyways, needless to say, I found a way to pick books on um, on Audible or, um, excuse me, ACX, which is the platform that Amazon or Audible owns, which Amazon owns, that uses um, to find or connect narrators with the um uh with the book creators or with the authors and anyways so i found a way to pick books that reduced the amount of time it took me to record them and also maximize the amount of money i would make with royalties so um i did a whole bunch of books and uh, i started getting these royalty payments so like yesterday i got paid it was a uh, february was there about their month behind february is a little slower month so I made about $560 that I got paid and it's like directly deposited into my bank account. Usually it's around, it can be from $800 to $1,000 depending on how many bounties. And bounties are these things that ACX pays if a person with an account uh, that opens up a uh, subscription account, if the first um, if the first book they buy, their free book with their subscription account is one of your books, they give you $25. Well, they give you 50, but you split the royalties with the author. So the, he get the, you know, he or she gets 50 or $25 and then you get $25. But it's really great because, you know, you, you know, you sell, you know, 10, 20, 30 of those and you're already making hundreds and hundreds of dollars just by selling a couple of books. So that's really nice. But anyways, I just wanted to tell you that. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm selling, you know, I sell sometimes between 400 to six, 700 books a month. Uh, and that is, um, I get a royalty from that. Uh, so that's really nice. That's kind of where I am right now. Um, the last book I did as a royalty deal, I went through um, and uh, it took off. And I'm, uh, this is in the second month and it's already sold 50, 60 books. And um, I've, I have to be honest about it, though. I've done a really piss poor job of actually promoting the books. So we're going to we're going to work on that. I think we're going to I'm going to try something and we're going to see if I can promote it. I, I was reading some things about Reddit and, and that and so forth. But we'll talk about we'll, we'll you know, I'll we'll launch a book. I'll launch a you know book or do one. And then when we go to do it, I'll try to promote it some because ACX gives you free books to promote and stuff. And I've done a very poor job of actually promoting the books. But anyways, I'm, I'm digressing. So, um, I hope this was helpful. <laughs> I know I just kind of started talking. I'm looking at the point. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's 24 minutes. 
So um, thank you. Hopefully you stuck around again <laughs> to the end. I really, really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, please send them to me, message uh, them to me, subscribe, and uh, tell your friends. Hopefully this is helpful. Um, I want to keep on this theme. I want to get into equipment and uh, DAW, which is Digital Audio Workspace. And I'm going to keep talking about, um, throughout this, I'm going to keep sprinkling it with what's actually happening. So like right now, I'm recording an audio book. Like I I'd said it earlier, it's called, um, well, it's, it's written by uh, Nancy Baldwin, and it is The Gratitude Effect. And um, it's a fantastic book. And it's about 21,000 words or so. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm making, I think like I'm being paid $500 to do this book, which is, you know, a couple hours of work. If 9,500 words is an hour, which is typical of finished hour work, um, you know, that would make this book around two and, you know, two hours and 20 minutes, two hours and 15 minutes, two hours and 20 minutes of finished work, which if we do it right, if we do it right, we try to get a two to one kind of ratio, meaning that you would like to only work or I only like to work two hours for every one hour I record. And if I can keep it to that, that means that, you know, I only work four to five hours on the book as opposed to me working three or four extra hours per hour, which is a standard. Usually three, three hours is a standard um, that's judged off a of per finished hour, but I really try to keep it to two. And, and we'll go over some techniques that I've learned. That, that hopefully will help you guys out when it comes to editing and mastering because I do all that myself. So anyways, um, okay, I'm going to go this time. Thank you again very much and uh, look forward to tomorrow night for the next one. We'll talk about equipment. I'll talk to you about the mic, my earphones, my um, DAW, um, my audio box, et cetera, et cetera. All right, well, thank you guys so much again. And uh, this was a VO's journey. And I will talk to you tomorrow night. Peace.